Hi, welcome to the latest episode of Mistress Mia's Dungeon. I'm your hostess, Mistress Mia, and you know my crazy co-hosts, my lovely, my crazy, wacky, silly, goofy, Master John Lord Bella! Yay! I think you're supposed to return her in the condition in which you found her, right? Hi, you're here too. Hi. And his tortured victim, Misty Rain. Oh, I still have a voice. Look how red it is. I'm trying to pull it off, baby. I know. We'll kiss it better later. Okay. So John has put some lovely clamps on Misty Rain's titties, and we're all enjoying the show. And today we have a special guest. Uh, She's been in the poly lifestyle and the fetish world for a number of years. And tonight she's going to tell us some interesting stories about herself. So tonight we welcome Lainey. Hi. <laughs> I'm half a beer deep. I'll be back in a minute. That's okay. We encourage drunkenness in this Fantastic. show. We, we encourage all kinds of debauchery. We do. Yes. Right. You keep letting me come back. <laughs> oh, baby, your nipple is so sensitive. Uh, well, no, baby. It's red. It's like it's bleeding. It feels like it's bleeding. <laughs> Maybe that's why I'm- is that better? Uh, <laughs> so much better. You all do not get to see this. So Lainey is massaging Misty's titties. John was hoping that my dog would grab the chain attached to the nipple rings. But, you know, it didn't happen that way. <laughs> so so I ripped it off. Okay. Yeah. And it happened. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, the things yeah. we do. So, so, you know, in the past, we've had Oberyn Zell on the show. Yes. He has uh, talked about polyamory because him and his wife, his late wife, Morning Glory, oh. actually coined the term polyamory. I gotcha. Okay. You know. Back in the 70s. Yeah. 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 So, you know, here we are, you know, 40 plus years later, and we're still talking polyamory, and it's become more and more prevalent in the areas right. that we've been in. We've seen throuples. We've seen quads. We've seen a bunch of couples, you know, living together. And, right. I mean, in right. this economy, it's a great thing. Um, right. And it has yes. the perk of sexual. So. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, anywho. So, how did you get started with your lifestyle? Um, you know, it's funny because I was kind of more hardwired toward being a jealous individual prior to, uh, you know, being in this lifestyle and didn't think it was something that would ever appeal to me. But uh, the partner I was with at the time, um, we worked together and he made the comment one day, you know, oh, you know, I really like Laura, you know, and I make the comment back. Me and her got to be good friends. And I make the comment back. Yeah, you know, she's been a really good friend. He's and he, you know, goes into further detail of, no, I like Laura. You know, how would you feel if kind of thing? And my first instinct was just be, you know, like the flames of hell popping up and I'm just so angry. I want to like or annihilate everybody in the situation. <laughs> you know, that would have been my first visceral reaction to it. And, you know, I'm, at first I'm like, what the fuck is he coming to me with this with, you know, for, and he, but he prepped, he followed with a question. If you knew you weren't going to lose me, if you knew that, I, you know, I'm committed, I'm here, whatever, this is just, you know, other people in our lives, how would you feel about that? I'm like, well, you know, yeah, if you remove the element of 
I'm afraid of losing something I have. If you're confident enough in your relationship that you know a person's love for another person isn't going to diminish their love for you. That's kind of what appealed to me about it, you know, that I could have multiple people in my life that I loved in different ways. You know, you don't love every person the same way. You do not. And uh, so, yeah, it was kind of introduced to me that way. And, and just for the first time, it was it felt like a relationship style that clicked for me. You know, it wasn't that I'm going to monopolize your time and you're going to monopolize mine and we're going to be up each other's ass constantly. It, it was you can have a well-rounded life. I can have a well-rounded life that includes people and, you know, that I may or may not be sexual with. But, you know, one love doesn't diminish the other. Um, awesome. So that's kind of how I got brought into it. So I'm going to tell on Misty a little bit right now. She's watching you talk. And she's just enthralled in the story. And she looks down and sees these thigh-high stockings and then your bare skin. Yeah. And she, starts, she starts drooling and forgets everything you're talking about and looks at me to see if I notice. She's like, oh, my God. It's like, yep, I saw. So they're over here about to devour each other. <laughs> Yay, well, I me. didn't realize until right now. And I'm like, um, I know. She sexy. looked at me. She looked back down at her thigh and she looked at me. And I was like, I see by it. accident. I couldn't find my pants. Seriously. It's not so weird. I couldn't find my pants. So she's got her tits out. <laughs> so here's lay, the dress. And yes. she's got her thighs out. So. You gotta okay. do what you gotta do. Right? Gotta show your shit. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so if I can describe Lainey on, on some level, you know, you're you're very lean and sexy and petite and she needs an eyegram. <laughs> and she has tattoos on her breasts. I do. Oh, I love my tattoos. I know. But and you're brunette, you're gorgeous. Oh, thank you. You are. You are so pretty. Thank you. You know, and so hey, more power to you, you know. <laughs> So, John. Why are you looking at me for? Because I'm looking at you because. I'm looking at her thighs too. I've got, I've got nothing. Uh, you know, when I, when I look at him to kind, of, to kind of nod my head over her way, like, check these out. <laughs> you had already checked it out. You know? <laughs> I got a big grin on my face. I'm like, uh huh. <laughs> I saw <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's that's what happens. That's what we do. <laughs> and now you become objectified when you get on our podcast. Fantastic. So, yeah. I love it. Well, you, I told her on the way over. She's my little. Starting <laughs> <laughs> over here. Yeah, real quiet. <laughs> she's my little Polly Pocket. Yes, oh, she's, I bet she she's is. my little fuck doll that I keep in my pocket so I'm ready. Oh. <laughs> How's that for objectified? <laughs> oh. oh, I liked it. <laughs> yeah, you did. So, what was like one of your encounters as it began? Did you you play with Laura at that point, or was it just no? That was that was a crash and burn scenario. That was a great example of jumping in too hard, too soon, too fast with approaching somebody with it and the partner i was with kind of blundered that one a little bit as far as his approach i think gotcha. <laughs> um it was you know i don't know because it takes a certain finesse it does it is one of those things you that think? if you get it, <laughs> if you word it even the wrong way people are going to look at you and go 
oh, you're fucked up. You are an absolute pervert that you cannot be fixed. Right. And how, how do you walk up to somebody and say, hey, I've got a girlfriend, right. but you can be my, my side really, chick. She's my cool wife with it. doesn't mind. And it's right. like, what? One chick at a bar is going to go, oh, yeah, right. You know? <laughs> yeah. So it, oh, you got to kind of do that one together. Right? And, it, you know, it's even worse, like, if you're not together when that proposal goes down. If they're by themselves and it's like, no, really, can, you know, you go somewhere with me. My wife's cool with it. <laughs> you know, it just, no, it never goes over well. It's different for guys. If a guy comes up and says, hey, you want to fuck my wife? They're all over it. Absolutely. Right. It. It's a little, I noticed from my own experience, it's been a little harder finding a, a um, um, female, female, male scenario as opposed to a, two males and a female. Because, like you said, you know, you ask another guy, he's like, How soon? You know, when? I'm free now. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he wants the two girls, but he'll take he'll take what he can get. Right. But the, right. <laughs> and and with, it, I've noticed with the women, it's been more that there's been a hesitation as to. Um, being afraid of breaching the relationship dynamic going on. Like, really, how cool is your wife with it? Um, or you're just some pervert stepping out on his wife. You know, she doesn't know about it. And, and so there, there's a lot of roadblocks you run into with getting it initiated. Um, our first encounter was through a... Um, I'm not good with social media. Um, Facebook dating gotcha. right, site, right. and 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 this person was on a polyamory page for you know that had been set up through Facebook. Um, long distance relationship kind of thing. You know, it's just one of those. I think if we'd lived locally, it probably would have worked out better. But she, you know, she lived uh, out of t- quite a bit out of town, yeah. and um, it. <clears throat> and then she decided that it, the lifestyle was not for her. Um, was was kind of how she ended it was you know I, I've decided I don't want to be in a polyamorous relationship and um, I think it was one of those like hitting it off with one partner and not the other kind of thing you know and it not coming together as a cohesive yeah. unit uh, I think that's huge yeah I mean if you got to be on the poly- same page yeah and and I remember everyone saying that that yeah. you know if if you've got multiple people. You know, you're you're bringing somebody into this group, right. and it's the group that you know has to work together. I mean, right. you might not right. You can't love every, with each other. Everybody's not necessarily with. sleeping with each other, right? We still exactly. got to get along. Yeah. yeah, right. Everybody's aware of one another and whether they're sexual with one another or not. Kind of but thing. if it's just three people, that, that if is you're kind of a triad deal like that, and that's a very common form of polyamory that a lot of a lot of couples tend to pursue is that close triad uh, situation or throuple. You know, yeah. is another word for it, and that's a rarity. I've you know out there, it is. It can work for some. I've you know I've read about and you know watched online a lot of success stories with it, but it, there's a challenge with it. You know, there's a balance. It's not always going to be balanced. Then you got to learn to kind of roll with the punches on that. Uh, but yeah, very fo- common form the the close triad. And um, have you experienced a successful? No. Okay. No. No. Um, our experiences have been fairly limited so far. Um, mainly because you can't help who you spark off with. You know, it's right. one of those things you meet up with somebody and they may really be into one person, but something about the other person they just don't click with. Um, and that I think that's a challenge for a lot of couples that kind of envision more of a we're in this together, you know, type thing. And, and right. to a degree you are. 
But, you know, you may not find somebody that is into both of you. Right. You may find somebody that, you know, likes both of you, but only wants to be sexual with one. That's the, you know, and, you know, there can be jealousies naturally and, and you know, blows to the ego and all that. And it, I think that's where the communication comes in about, you know, hey, you know, I'm feeling kind of icky about this. Let's talk and, and getting on the same page with what is the goal in this? You know, what what are... If you don't know what you're pursuing, you're going to blunder it every time. You've got to kind of have an idea in your head of this is the relationship dynamic I'm seeking. These are the type of people I'm seeking. And if you're not on the same page with your partner about that, that I know it's a recipe for disaster. Very true. Well, and I think people in, in a polyamorous relationship, for it to be successful, need to have a healthy sense of self. Absolutely. You know, so they're not dependent if upon. If your sense of self is totally based on your partner, right? I've never seen that work out. I've never seen it work out in any other way but hard feelings and jealousies and, and feelings of inadequacy amongst, you know, members of, of the, the polycule or, you know, the group or whatever you may call it. Um, you know, jealousies are normal things. You know, you fear losing what you have. You know, sometimes, you you know, you might feel disappointed that somebody's spending time with so-and-so and not you and all that. But if you have a sense of self that's, you know, you that's specific to you and not defined by your partner, <laughs> yeah, you know, you, you can understand that yeah you know my partner just wants to get to know that person a little bit better that's why they you know wanted someone on one time and, and they can kind of have a healthy reaction to it and and process those feelings with their partners and go hey you know i kind of felt bummed today when you wanted to go out with so-and-so and not you know and right. but yeah if you don't have that sense of self that that foundation of communication and and overall being on the same page and having either the same goals or being respectful of one another's goals should they diverge and be different. Um, I, I've never seen it work without a healthy mix of those three elements or at right. least pursuing that. You know, we've seen swingers for years and it's always, you know, you're either going to pursue other people in your relationship mm -hmm. to, you know, build your relationship and make it better. Right. You know, or a lot of times people are still like looking for, you know, something better and, right. and they're not really communicating that. You exactly. Know? Exactly. There's there's a lot of people, I think, that 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 take on the idea that this is going to fix a relationship. You know, we're, we're petering out. Maybe we can spice it up a little bit. If you're on the skids when you get into it, it's not going to fix it. No. no. It is going to be a blaring red flag to all those around you that something's not right here. You know, and um, yeah, it, it, I think a big part of it is understanding what polyamory is and isn't kind of thing. You know, it's on, on a basic level, it's, you know, what you, what it means to you, but the, the specific or the, you know, the most general definition of it is that many loves, you know, you love more than one person at the same time. It may not be, it's not going to be the same way from person to person. You know, the way you bond with her may be different than how you bond with him or with me or any, you know, we yeah. all love each other differently in this world. And, but we still love. Right. Yeah, so and, yeah. it, you know, for some people, I think, you know, as a society, we've been conditioned to 
believe that the ideal relationship dynamic is, is the, you know, the heteronormative narrative of, you know, monogamous, we're together, you know, it's nobody else, we don't cheat, you know. It, there's more than one way to skin a cat. I guess you could say, you know, what works for one person isn't going to work Absolutely. for another. And my journey through it has been that I was able to let go of that jealous aspect of my personality, knowing that how my partner may feel about another partner doesn't have anything to do with me. Yeah. And it's up to me to choose to either respect that or not, you know, but to not, it, you know... I think you cut people out of your life that way when you don't respect their boundaries and what what their journey is. Absolutely. I had some friends of mine, good couple, absolutely hilarious. You know, they look for partners and they they look for other couples to play with and everything. And they kind of got into this discussion in front of me Mm -hmm. at one of our events last year. And she said to him, she's like, look, George, I have gone and I have taken one for the team on more than one occasion. (laughs) I'm not doing it anymore. Right. And you know, (laughs) and that's what I think is just hilarious is that, you know, like you said, there's just so many times where they're trying to look for that right person. And it's just, it's kind of, you know, finding that unicorn. Yes. And I think if you pigeonhole yourself into, I'm looking for just this to the exclusion of everything else, I think you miss out on a lot of opportunities to connect with people. You know, you just, you never know who you're going to run into and and where they're going to be in their journey. And if you just get so focused on, I'm just looking for, you know, a five foot eight blonde that can come fuck me and my wife on Wednesday, Saturday and Sunday. It's like, well, dude, go get a hooker. You know, I mean, if that's all you're looking for, go get a blow up doll, you know, but you know, no, to have, I think, you know, the core polyamory is to have that, Relationship. relationship with right. people, what be it friendship relationship or romantic relationship, the or intimacy, the intimacy, and that connection you have with another human being. You know, it. I I have found that my relationship style is I have to have multiple people in my life. It's just part of to be so. Uh, I don't know. It's not a relationship dynamic I'm comfortable with to put the other person as the center of the universe and moon. And that's a big expectation to put on somebody. That's a heavy trip. When you expect somebody to be anything and everything and meet every single need you've got, no one human being is ever going to meet every single need you have, no matter how wonderful they are, how good they are, how well-meaning they are. You know, one person in your life may be more emotionally supportive for you, whereas another person may be more of a sexual outlet for you. And, and you know, there's so many different dynamics. You know, and in my years, I've actually seen, you know, throuples work, mm. but it's always been like a bisexual man. Right. You there know? is that Interesting. Is a, that's a great, true. great thing to bring up because it. It is a different experience, I've noticed, for bisexual men versus straight men in the poly community. There's often a, for the straight men, there's often a, oh, God, what do I do? What if he does, what if the other guy does this? What if he touches me? What do I, you know, what if he thinks I'm gay because I look over and see his dick? You know, I mean, what if he thinks I'm getting off on him instead of her? What if his dick's bigger than mine? You know, it's just there's so much insecurity that will like run through the straight man's mind, and it's like, oh, dude, don't overthink it. Just stop. It's okay. Experience. 
and a lot of time, I think that runs into that double standard that we talk about a lot of times. Right. It's okay as long as it's another woman because I want to fuck the girl too. Absolutely. And, now I get and my wife's bisexual and everybody's happy because she's she's got a woman, she's got a man. Right. Oh, yeah. But the minute that the woman wants to go with another man. Oh, it's a whole different ball game. The universe explodes. Right. Yes. And part of it is because... The man's not bisexual. If he wanted to fuck the man too, there would be no problem. Right. Right. And it also I think I'm goes serious. back to what, what what you were saying about sense of self. Right. If they are insecure to begin with, this is uh, not going to go over well. No. It, it, you know, they have, I think everybody in you know, if you're going to have any success in the in a polyamorous relationship style, you have to have a good sense of who you are. If you don't know who you are, you don't know what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. If you don't know true. what you're looking for, you're not gonna find it. And and I right. you know I think it just boils down to being that simple, you know, at the mm-hmm. end of the day, you know, that you, you've got to have you got to know who you are and where you're going, or Absolutely. you're just going to stall out in it. Yeah, otherwise you're always looking outside of yourself for happiness. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And no one relationship style, be it polyamorous or monogamous or any, you know, anything. If you if you don't love yourself, it you know, it's not up to the rest of the world to to fill that void. You've got to you got to have something to bring to the table. You know, yeah, and, very good and um. It's a it's very much a challenge in communication. It will take you to the the limits of like oh my god you know it's scary communicating on that intimate of a level with you know even with a, an intimate sexual partner you know it's a vulnerability that oh god what's he going to think if I say this or if I express interest in so and so or you know it, if you don't feel safe with your partner it's not going to work if you don't feel emotionally safe with your partner it's not going to work because if you can't bring what you have to say to the table. Yeah. Where you can go from there. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. One of our bisexual friends, you know, she, she's now, um, very gender fluid. She is male to female Mm -hmm. trans, Okay, but she was at the time living as a man and, you know, she would, you know, have stories to tell me how she would go under the husband's desk and give him a blowjob for lunch, you know, and then she would turn around and go on business trips with the wife. Yeah. You know, and it's like, you know, she said it was great. It was a six year venture, you know, it worked out. Yeah. But like you said, you know, it's like, that's a rare thing. It is. It's hard to find. Yes. And I think maybe just because women are cattier, you know, it's like we have right. so opinionated sometimes. It's oh. like, yeah, we let a man try to want. give you his opinion. He's trying to mansplain it. Oh, right. <laughs> now, when women but can women, be just as jealous as the men, I, I had a. I'm going to get away with saying all kinds of shit. I had a cannot. group session go bad that way. It was like the session itself was great. It, it was me and, and a, par- a play partner and another couple, and we all thought we were on the same page. <laughs> I thought we were on the same page. She seemed to be on the same page. The next visit we have, at the end of the visit, she looks at me very nonchalantly. She says, you know, I had a great time today. You know, we seem to really hit it off. If you fuck my husband, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> and I'm just wow. standing in a gorgeous level like that. And I'm like, do, 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 do. you know, listening to the horror music. I'm backtracking out of there as quick as I can. You saw the boiled bunny on your stove, didn't you? Right. <laughs> oh, it was 
a horse's head in the bed. It's like, oh God. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm calling my play partner going, do you know what she said to me? I'm never going to see her again. Oh, no. <laughs> It was wow. horrifying. But she was not on the same page. Her husband. <laughs> she was on the same page as long as her partner did not express interest in me. Wow. And the second that happened, and it wasn't romantic interest. It was like, hey, you know. I want to fuck her. <laughs> I was fine with that. And, and she was not fine with that. She was wow. definitely not fine with that. So, yeah, it was, communication is really <laughs> crucial. <laughs> you got to make sure everybody, like, I. It, it taught me a lesson in asking very specific questions before a play date. Right. Wow. I, I got to know, like, you know, are you cool with, like, this ABC, dear? You know, because wow. you don't assume consent. You don't assume that, you know, just because there is consent that this act is okay or this act is right. you have to, you know. And the thing of it is, you know, we've seen boundaries. Yeah, right. we've seen interactions at parties and such. We had that uh, party in Fort Walton and there was a couple they were out on the front lawn <gasps> arguing. Oh, shit. At right, 2 right. o'clock in the morning. You oh, know, God. yeah, and they were trying to negotiate um, a scene where they wanted to involve another woman well the and wife, it wasn't going well wife was not fucking having it oh shit you know and i'm like why did you come oh, to the party she's <laughs> the one that brought him to the party yes and she came uh, outside she's like oh my god he just wants to fuck all the girls here I'm like yeah <laughs> did you that's why it's going to happen <laughs> And you come to a swing, and it was a swingers party. Exactly. He's like, yeah. I don't know what's wrong. We've gone to Colette's before. She does this every time we go. I was like, oh, that might be telling you something. Your something. woman needs something, you know. And, yeah. Stop going, dumbass. When he said that, I, just, I didn't feel sorry for him anymore. No, no. <laughs> he was dumb. <laughs> You, you find that sometimes. Your girlfriend and then you walk doesn't alive. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's too fun. But if she would have got some dick, she would have been okay. Right. Okay. And, and that kind There's of, that double standard again. Exactly. And, and the whole thing with expectations. If one partner ex- expects that this scene is going to be, you know, A, B, or C, and the other partner thinks it's going to be, you know, D, E, or F, you know, whoa. Um, you know, we're... Yeah. The, the first... The first trust we had into this lifestyle it was that she was. We found her on a polyamory page. She breaks up with us, going, I, "I'm not polyamorous." And I'm like, "Whoa, you had a different expectation of what this, what you know." And so, yeah, when expectations don't meet up, then yeah, all she the thought it was just sex, right? I think so. Yeah. I think she did not understand that it wasn't just a swinging situation. We were right. looking for something a little bit more long term than that. Right. Um, but I, you know. You, you just can't help how that's going to play out. You know, not not everybody's a good fit. You can't fit a square peg into a round hole, though it's really fun to Oh, write. I do that to her all the time. <laughs> yes, you do. I find things that don't fit all the time and jam them in there. <laughs> well, that's what the lubricant's for. You know? It's like God made KY. Yeah, well, she does not use lubricant. No. Oh, ouch. She likes for it I'm to hurt. Girl. So, I'm going so. through menopause, okay? <laughs> He just spits Bus is on not it. had by all if I'm not lubricated. You like being spit on. You like your pussy being spit on. Let me clarify. Right. Thank you for clarifying. That's called the devil's spit. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> mouth watering right now. Yes, it is. Yep. Both, oh. both mouths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the giggle. I want to keep the traffic cone. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> yes, already did. I got a tummy full. Oh my gosh. She looked at me like, you want me to suck your dick? I'm like, sure. <laughs> We were waiting for the casserole. To be. I love it. <laughs> like you do. Yeah. You know. I grunted three times. Set a timer and be like, okay, okay baby, like, you got yeah. 27 minutes till that's done. <laughs> <laughs> See what you can do with that. You <laughs> can have a four course sexcapade in 27 minutes. No. <laughs> just put no. the food, just put it on the no. kitchen table. Like, we'll let it burn. <laughs> no, she did good today. She she got it done in about 20 minutes. She did good. <laughs> Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> that was a quickie, twenty minute quickie. Wow! We're all just laughing. We are. It's Give funny. <laughs> well, so do you have advice for people in this lifestyle as as coming in as a as a potential swinger or a person potentially who's interested in finding a hollow household? Oh, wow. Um, the, the biggest point I could make aside from the communication, which I mean, just kind of speak for itself is the make sure you're, go- you know, you know what your goals are, you know, and, and particularly if you're pursuing this lifestyle with a partner, know what your goals are, know what your, you and your partner's goals are, you know, it may require some negotiation on each other's part as to, you know, everybody has different comfort levels and stuff, but do you think it would work out with two couples better than it would as a triad? You know, I, I do see the benefit in that. I think there's some more, you know, some balance to it versus, it. you know, three three parts doesn't split evenly. I mean, if you have 100%, you know, you, have, you know, so it... It depends on the situation, I think. You know, it, again, going back to the goals, what are you looking for? Is the group scenario more, do you need that even balance? Oh, shit. <laughs> you see our guest is talking. <laughs> I'm trying to set up for when she's done and you hit her in the face with a water bottle. <laughs> Right there. She needs to shut up while we're doing this. I thought you were just going to spit my hand. You okay? She's fine. Oh, shit. I've got it. Ow. See, I'm missing the show. I have to scoot over. Get that back to me. I might need that later. I put a clover clamp on a clip and pulled the chain. Oh my god. We're getting ready. And you hit her in the face with the water bottle. It still had water in it. She needs to shut up. (laughs) It's no fun for me later if you break her down. (laughs) It's it's for you to kiss it better later. (laughs) Oh. Is it still sore? Oh, ouch. I did it nicely. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't rip it off. No, you didn't. <laughs> 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 I like your tattoo, but thank you. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. 
Thank you. All right, kids. <laughs> I can't remember what we were talking you, about. You, we were talking about goals, <laughs> and then we said, "Is it better, you think, for a triad?" And you said, "It depends on the situation." Depends on the situation. I. I I don't know. I think it depends on the situation. Yeah. We we recently had this couple that, you know, it's two of our friends, mm-hmm. two girlfriends, and, you know, they'd play together and that kind of thing. Well, the one ended up leaving her husband because her husband's a dick, yeah. which was great. Yeah. And so they... <laughs> So she moved in with her and her husband uh-huh. and her boyfriend. So gotcha. yeah, so it's the four of them finally like Tickle. living together with their four kids, and yeah. they seem to be honestly yeah. tickled pink. It's a good way. Oh, There's a yeah. lot of upsides to a communal situation like that. <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. So woohoo. Yep. Anyway, so Misty, you yes. have a closing we statement over here. <laughs> <laughs> she looks like she's recovering. <laughs> oh. Yes, I'm gonna recovering. We have, have to go home and kiss her all better. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> okay, John. Okay, well, yes. thank you. And until next time, make all your kissing Misty's busted pussy fantasies. <laughs> Become realities. <laughs> oh.